is still buffering, a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McElroy. And I'm Taylor Smurl. Well, sisters, we're we're all separate again. Well, sadly. Well, well I mean, I'm, no. I'm with you. Sort of. You're with me physically, but are you with me in spirit? Yeah. Oh, well. Taylor, you went back home. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the- I'm with you in spirit, though. Ooh. Oh, it's a ghost. Yes, that still needs to use this audio recording equipment to uh, record this podcast. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so our the I guess candle nights is over. Although I, I don't want to say the holidays are over because there are still holidays. Yeah. It's just the, this is the stretch of days where it's just like it, trying to attempt anything is just impossible. Yeah. That's I mean, very it's like, true. It's like you're denying the depression of Christmas being over by just clinging to New Year's, which is like, it's not like it's a holiday on par with Christmas. Right. It's just like, oh, look, it's a new, it's midnight. Now it's a, now it's January again. But like, you just don't, you don't really want to recognize that the holidays are over. So you just kind of spend like, what, like five days staring at a wall. like <laughs> And not yeah. like not taking down your Christmas decorations, not putting away any of your new things. Mm-hmm. They're still just like in that big Christmas pile. We have that Christmas mm-hmm. pile in our dining room yep. we have the christmas pile mm-hmm. and i just leave it there because it, you can't put them away yet mm-hmm. the holidays will end when you do that exactly right uh i last night i was sitting there and i was like i know we already ate dinner but i think i'm hungry and justin was like what do you want and i was like i don't know i want maybe food or drink maybe savory or sweet uh, I think I'm just trying to fill the void, <laughs> the holiday void. The That's holiday what it is. Void. I'm trying to comfort myself with food, and I know I'm doing it. And I'm gonna try to do it anyway. It was it was a very bad moment for me. Oh, yeah, <laughs> but that's I think everybody's doing that because it's just you know it's like I mean like I you spend all those like days leading up to Christmas or you know any, any all the holidays just kind of like you gorging yourself and partying and like everything everything is excused by the presence of the holiday like oh whatever i can have half a pie it's the holidays (laughs) it's like well i don't want to give that up quite yet so i guess just it's just still it's still the holidays we still got the first that's yeah that's exactly what we did we were like well why don't we have a drink and watch terrace house (laughs) and then another episode and then another episode (laughs) why not (laughs) that makes us feel better yeah it was also Christmas on Terrace House, so that oh. made us a lot feel better. Uh, but yeah, this is, um, and it's hard because you guys are home for the holidays, and then you now you both leave. First, Taylor has left, and Riley, you will. I mean, you're just going back across town. But. Yeah, I also get a month off from school, so I'm still here for another like two and a half weeks. Well, can't get rid well. of me yet. That was kind of anticlimactic to my statement there that made it seem like it wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, you still got her around for a while. Yeah. You're the one that said I was only going across town. (laughs) I was saying. Uh, Did did everyone have a joyous holiday at least? Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's good. (laughs) I wasn't sure how that was going to go. You were like, I guess. (laughs) It's fine. I I said absolutely. That is a a very strong statement. I'm just disappointed that we can't share our Candle Nights episode with everyone. Yeah, so we did do a live Candle Nights episode in case, I don't know if anybody has that burning question (laughs) on their mind, but if you do, I'll answer it. Uh, And we aren't putting it out as an episode because it 
depended a lot on visuals. I don't know how good it would be just listening to it. No, I don't think it would be a very enjoyable, just purely auditory experience. My my advanced skill at physical comedy was highly, highly leaned upon for this. Um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This is true. (laughs) The the long and short is that it was a whole Christmas Carol thing and we were the ghosts. And it's very spooky. Very spooky. Very jolly. Yeah. Very seasonal. Yes. Very visual. I don't know. We could. I, Justin suggested we put the audio out as like like a bonus episode or something, but I don't even think that's a very good. I don't know. No. Like I don't think you. It's just the lost episode is still buffering. That it some is. people say it exists and some people say it doesn't. We'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> Except for that, we've confirmed its existence on the podcast. <laughs> that's true. We'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> All right. Uh, so, Riley, this holiday was your first experience with uh, being, I guess, a back home baller. A back home baller. Mm-hmm. It was um, your first time to come home. Yeah. For the holiday, you have to leave home in order to come, come home. home. So you did that, I yeah. guess. I did. I I left my dorm. In a hurry, I packed up too many things, mm-hmm. and now I have two suitcases in my room, and that's I'm living out of suitcases in my own bedroom, which is very weird. Yeah, which has a lot of clothes and supplies in it already. Yes, that's like a that's a very uh, I I feel like that that picture like you living out of suitcases in your own childhood bedroom it like that a picture of that is like oh, look how mean look at this <laughs> metaphor. <laughs> This is a metaphor we've created. <laughs> Look at it. Don't you think so? You're an artist, Tay. Don't you think that that image communicates so much? Uh, I think it communicates that this was Riley's first time coming home, and <laughs> she'll eventually learn how to pack, but she's not there yet. Like, <laughs> I, I come in with nothing. That I like have a backpack that has some underwear. Okay, and three listen. T-shirts. You were <laughs> home for like six days. I am home for a, a literal month. <laughs> In a room full of your clothing, that it's not like your childhood clothing. It's not. Oh, this it's is not full thing. of my clothing. I took them all to my dorm with me, and the suitcase I brought back, I brought back half empty, so that I could fill up the rest with Christmas clothes when I brought it back to my dorm. <laughs> I call shenanigans on that. I stole multiple pairs of socks from your childhood bedroom that were in the drawers. Those drawers are stocked. <laughs> That's how you get away with not bringing out much, Taylor. I was gonna you say, just steal, you steal socks. My socks. <laughs> it's just socks. It's just they, if I had them, I'd pack them. I just you know. How do you not have them? You steal all of mine. Where do they go? I leave them behind. I'm gonna take dirty socks home. <laughs> Taylor, I do, never get them I back. Come on, Nate. Do, like, do you need socks? Everybody has sock like everything. I think it's just like you know, you know like the a other weak point in your clothing game. I was thinking about this today when I was trying to like make myself soup. It's like how do I have a hundred novelty pieces of glassware, like ten plates, one spoon. Like, I don't know. I don't know how that worked out. So wait, so wait. You don't, like, you just don't have socks? You're like, I don't know. Everybody seems to have socks, and I just don't know where people are getting them. But, like, everybody seems to have them. Where do you get socks? I just, I am still very much a child in an adult body. And so buying things that I need that are in no way exciting is really hard for me to do. Like... The last pair of socks I bought, it's because they had little cartoon Thors on them. And I'm like, well, that'll talk me into some socks. Little baby Thors. Well, but, you know, like, 
oh, I, I have, I could buy this pack of like socks or I could buy, I don't, I don't your, know. Your birthday is coming I up. I was going to say your birthday is no, in about no. two weeks. Guess so it what? it looks like we'll get oh, socks. You're getting nothing but socks, novelty socks. I am going to send you 800 pairs yes. of fun socks. <laughs> Socks can only be so fun, and people, other people can't see it, so it can't initiate, like, you know, I feel like a lot of, like, the nerd trappings are things that you wear, so someone's mm-hmm. like, oh, word, you're into that. But it'd be real weird if you're, like, sitting in a bar and you're trying to start a conversation with somebody, and you just casually slip off your shoe, and I'm like, hey, check it out. Uh, <laughs> I'm into yeah, but, like, it also, it also <laughs> saves you the embarrassment of, like, if you walk into someone's house and, like, you slipped on a pair of shoes just to go over there, and, like, you didn't think to put socks on. Like, oh, you care to take your shoes off? And you're like, well, I, this is awkward. I Everybody have- <laughs> has socks on except for me. <laughs> no, you you got to wear socks. Just in, Yes, in that case, especially yeah. over the holidays. You go to a lot of different people's houses and parties, right. and you don't know what their shoe policy is going to be. Wearing socks is very important. Yeah. And I find I have a whole thing with it. So I tend to wear either Doctor Who socks or Archie socks most of the time. Good. Good. Mm, and yeah, yeah. Uh, this is important to me. I feel like... It helps make me more approachable. <laughs> <laughs> to people who see them? Yeah. If so I am already somewhere, comfortable enough around someone to not have shoes on. Well, if I'm at like a party or something where I've taken my shoes off and you're like, I don't, I don't know her. Like, sh- is it cool? Like, do I talk to her? Is she going to be mean? Is she nice? Is she, you know, a Pe- snob? Like, you just look at my feet and I have like Betty and Veronica on my feet and you go, well, she can't be that cool. And you come talk to me. Do, do you do this in your practice too? Like you come in and you've got like a nervous patient that's clearly like a little bit afraid of like, and you're like, oh, whoa, hold on a second. Give me one second. And you just go to the corner, take the shoes off and then like now, now Daleks. we can be real. Daleks. <laughs> Look. Right? No, that's, now, that's now why I wear, that's why I wear the same uh, color and style of Chuck Taylors that I've been wearing since I was 13 years old <laughs> to work. Wait a, wait a second. Sydney, are you telling me that you're the Christmas princess? Yes. You use you, your footwear to show off your quirkiness. You made fun of our Christmas queen. I'm quirky and, and approachable. Yet- Look at my feet. Oh, my God. Sydney. Guys, this is a... We've been doing this podcast now for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. and we've talked about socks. Well, I mentioned... I mentioned... Yeah. We, you've already keyed into our, our topic this week, yes. which is coming home for the holidays. Uh, we thought it was appropriate since this was the first time that mm-hmm. Riley has experienced this phenomenon. Uh, for me, it's different now because, like, I have been, I have had an established home for a long time, but I'm just right down the street. Yeah. Taylor knows this feeling all too well coming home for the holidays, having lived away for so long. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, you've keyed in on one of the essential parts of it, Tay, which is that when you come home for the holidays, you get to steal clothes from your family. Uh, at will because they're your family and you're allowed to and I always used to love that usually for me it was uh, shirts of dads and sweatpants from mom mm-hmm. that was my favorite stuff to steal mm-hmm. when I was home <laughs> yeah see I I have to, I sometimes kind of lean on mom's wardrobe but it's a dangerous game with mom because if you show interest in any article of her clothing she will try with all of her might to make you take it she'll, she'll just give it to your you. bag Yes. Or I she'll like, like buy you a replica. Yes. Yeah. Like, oh here, I just had an extra extra one laying around. With the tags on it. <laughs> with the tags yeah. still on it. 
like last time we were home i realized like oh we were doing something kind of nice like i didn't bring anything nice like i just need like a blazer that i can throw on over my shirt and that'll be cute mom has a million black blazers it's like let me just borrow this one it's like but i have i have three back home i don't need this but i'm just gonna wear it i just was like but you should take that you should just take that i won't even miss it i don't (laughs) even wear it it's like you wore it yesterday I know you wear it. Yep, that's that's mom's game. And I feel bad. I've realized, like, even as an adult, I have accidentally, like, stolen. Again, it's always sweatpants with me, but sweatpants. <laughs> yeah, see, it seems to be yeah. the opposite for me now that I've come home because I cleaned out a lot of stuff in my closet and my drawers before I left to go to college because I was like, well, let's be real. If I don't want to take these things with me where I'm going to be living for the next semester, I probably am not going to wear them again. Mm-hmm. So I cleaned out a lot of stuff. So there are maybe a handful of things still hanging in my closet. I don't know about my drawers. I don't go there anymore. But in my closet, <laughs> there may be some things still in there. And I passed by mom one of my first days home. I was like, that, sh- that shirt looks pretty pretty familiar. <laughs> Do, uh, where'd you get that one? I complimented her on like no joke three articles of clothing over the last two weeks and everyone she was like it's Riley's Riley's." not even stuff I took with me stuff that she's just gone in while I've been gone and just rifled through my my closet my drawers (laughs) like well she didn't need these things so I'll take them Uh, I will say Riley I don't know maybe this is part of your the amount of stuff that you packed because I know when I first came home the first many years that I would come home I felt like I kind of had to come prepared to look like the cool New York girl that's been away at college. Like, mm-hmm. I, would pack, <laughs> I would pack stupid shoes and, like, outfits and, like, mm-hmm. little, you know, packaged jewelry things. Like, I yeah. was I was planning this return so that my, I don't know, the, the fantasy where I run into, like, the people in high school that made fun of me. And then I'm like, New York chic. Like, at some point I realized that that was never that that was silly that was not a thing that was going to happen or that i should really care about and then now i just like here's some t-shirts here's some underwear here's the one pair of jeans that i'll wear for seven days straight and that's fine Mm -hmm. yeah i think the thing i do is throughout the semester like when i was in high school like my last year especially i dressed up for school a lot i would like wear a dress every now and then or a nice little outfit and now this year, I have worn mostly sweaters and sweatshirts and jeans and leggings. I have not worn a lot of nice outfits, but I own a lot of nice outfits. So I brought all of my nice clothes that I thought I'd wear at college with me to home. And I thought, you know, I'll go out with mom and dad. I'll go out for dinners. I'll wear nice outfits. So pretty much everything I brought back other than like the essential pajamas and some sweater swear jeans is nice outfits and dresses or dress pants or whatever I thought I was going to wear that I haven't gotten a chance to wear at college that I have yet to wear while I've been home. Mm. See, I never did that. When I would come home from college, I would bring, like, my pajamas. And here, I'm going to wear these for the next <laughs> month. And I'm not yeah. going to take them off. I'll be laying on this couch. Please don't disturb me. I've worked very hard, and I would like not to work A month of rest on this couch. That's what I really, when I said Back Home Baller, that's an SNL music video from like a year ago or something. It's about Thanksgiving, but I think all holidays apply. And that was how I was. It was like, I'm home, mom and dad, I know you've missed me. I'm going to lay here. Please bring me food and drink. Yes, I know, I'm not eating. I'm not. There's no food there. I don't know where to (laughs) get it. I'm a poor college student. Bring me thi- Archie's. Why, thank you. Yes, I need an Archie to rest my tired college brain. 
Yeah, it is very weird that, like, as you go through high school and you're a junior or senior, you're, our parents at least, I was usually like, yeah, I'm just going to make my own food, get my own stuff, get my own drinks, like, you mm-hmm. know, make clean my own room, make my own bed, organize all my own stuff because you want me to be independent now, which was cool. I was doing that. And then I came home for the first time after being at college for a month where I was like, or three or four months where I was actually independent. It's like... Now they just do everything for me. Mm-hmm. Mom was like, "Hey, your, yeah. your room, I clean. I clean that. Like your bed, I made it for you. Oh, you want you want a snack? I already I already preheated the oven and put some stuff in for you. It's like, oh, okay." Taylor, have you experienced that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I I think like it doesn't. It, I guess it doesn't change. Like even post college, like just being the kid that lives away from home, and when you come home to visit, like. You know, it's it's like it's a little perk of like living away. There's a lot of downsides to it, but it's like you come back and it's like you just live at mom and dad's B and B. It's mm-hmm. like, would you like a yeah. wake up call? I'll have your coffee ready by your bed. It's like, like and there's always really the, is. there's always the and the, this has been this has been something that I, probably occurred for me way back, but I don't I don't remember it quite as well. But I know we still do for you because you you still don't live in town. And so when you come home, there's like the inaugural trip to the grocery uh-huh. store. Yes. <laughs> to like, let's get all the things you love. Let's oh, go. Yeah. <laughs> and just fill I, the house with I know yeah. I know that must have happened to me too. I really liked it that because you know, and sometimes in the past too, it's like mom will have it waiting for me. But especially after I went vegan, it's like I came home. She's like, I went to the store and I just bought everything that had vegan on it. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> vegan pepperoni, three kinds of vegan cheese, vegan hot dogs, like, vegan, like all this stuff. I'm like, I don't even like, I don't let myself buy this stuff. Like I eat tofu, like three meals a day. <laughs> like this is like. <laughs> well, that's that. You know, as somebody who has done that too for you, Tay, it's just it. I am not as i know what vegan means but i feel like i if i just like freestyle it i'm gonna forget something because it's yeah. really it's not that i don't know it's that i forget i'm like oh this is and what it is it's a vegetarian thing yeah and i forget about like oh it has dairy in it or something right. and like i forget that stuff there and are many so, times uh, there have been where i've gone to offer you something like oh you should take a bite of this and i'm like wait no 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 milk. egg no you know something <laughs> yeah. that i don't really think about and so like yeah the vegan label it's like well that's just this is easy this, yeah. we know this says vegan on it we know it's not <laughs> vegan it's not my fault <laughs> it said it on oh. the box <laughs> no it's awesome i mean it's, it's stuff that's the only reason i don't buy it for myself is it's just more expensive so it's like it's really sweet yeah. it's just i just like the like the combination of like utter care and utter cluelessness it's like uh-huh. it's not vegan so i bought it for you <laughs> yeah you're also you're also talking about usually like the Walmart in Huntington, West Virginia. Right. So there's only ever like ten vegan products. Mm-hmm. So we just buy two of all of them. We just buy and those. I get them all. Other than like the actual vegetable section, which you never know, there might be meat in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and uh, sometimes it's like I just I kind of take vegetables for granted. I guess like you go there and it's like there's just a vegetable that's just not there. Like, I went for scallions. I'm like, oh, just not here. Not a thing that they think anybody needs. Yeah. Well, they're at the Kroger. <laughs> like oh, the, Cro- the Croger. Yeah. 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 Um, while we're talking about food, 
the most disappointing thing I think I've ever experienced <laughs> is when I went to go open up the drawer we have in our house that we used to call the carb drawer because it was where we kept like, you know, like the bread and other things like you Cookies, just had to, chips. Yeah. yeah. But it was like all the good Cheese snacks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like there were chips and there were cookies and there were Cheez-Its, like all the things I'd eat like to snack on. And the first time I came home and opened it up and it was not that at all. Like they were all gone. The freezer had no frozen foods in it. The freezer barely had anything in it. And the carb drawer had no carbs. No. The carb, they were, they the, weren't even just, it, it wasn't even empty. It was healthy food. Mom and dad yeah. went very healthy after you moved out. It was like a whole plan. I know. They waited till you left and then they decided to start eating healthy. Which like, <laughs> I don't even think I was eating that unhealthily where like they needed to clean everything out. <laughs> You didn't <laughs> on a on a daily basis. No, you didn't think. I mean, like the pizza rolls. I didn't eat those every day. <laughs> the bagel bar. I didn't eat stuff like that every day. Why do you have to call me like this on a podcast and act like I eat un- more unhealthily than any person ever? I'm joking. Every time there are pizza rolls or bagel bites at our house, Sydney somehow magically appears like, oh, a tray of pizza rolls and bagel bites. Don't you, mind if I do. Uh, well, you make a point of saying, do you want me to make a few extra for you? And it's like, what am I going to say? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just, I just I like mean, that's one of the essential ingredients to a summoning circle for Sydney. Pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> well, a pile of Archie's, a Dr. Pepper, some pizza rolls. I could eat a pizza roll. <laughs> Apparently some Dr. Who socks. <laughs> I just ate, but I mean, it's a pizza roll. <laughs> doesn't even count. If you can't make eye contact with the pizza ingredients, it's basically just bread. Yeah. Yeah. They're so small is the thing. They're so small. One might even say bite-sized. Uh, that is the hardest part about coming home for the holiday is that things change. Uh, and even when you haven't been gone very long or you don't go very far, things change. Uh, the carb drawer is, the, I think, the best example at our home is yeah. that we had this miraculous thing called the carb drawer, which always had some sort of goodie, although 50% of it was stale at any given time. Or moldy. Yeah. yeah but the other 50% was good. Yeah. Uh, but then the carb drawer vanished because mom and dad get to, like, only put food in the house that they like now. Yeah. And they wanted to eat healthy. Mm-hmm. So they got rid of all the good stuff. Yeah. Um, but... I mean, I feel like, Sid, when we were younger, we, we experienced something that was a little bit more intense in the carb drawer because our bedrooms, both of them, <laughs> were given to Riley. That's right. So <laughs> <laughs> before, Are you hold on. Say, before we before we do this, before we all come come for Riley. Yeah, but we're going to talk about how Riley stole both of our childhood <laughs> bedrooms right after we check out the group message. All right. Uh, so, who we got up first on the group message this week? Taylor. All right. So, first up, we have Folane, uh, which is Irish Gaelic for healthy, wholesome, and sound. I didn't know uh, that. Wow. Yeah. Just so you know. Um, so, yeah. So, Subluffering is supported in part by Folane, a clean beauty retailer that believes that no one should have to compromise their health for beauty. Uh, so, what we tried out was their Clean Essentials Kit. It's 100% non-toxic, vegan, and cruelty-free, and suitable for all skin types, and features trial sizes of four everyday non-toxic skin essentials. The Clean Essentials Kit is TSA-approved and safe for pregnant women. Um, yeah, this stuff was, like, 
First off, it came in the cutest package. It's very cute. <laughs> like, I was it's really a nice like, little kit. Yeah, yeah and it was oh, a bag. It was the first time I've really used like a whole like skincare system. Yeah, you know, yeah. where not just like here's some soap for my face. <laughs> <laughs> like it was the first time I branched out into other products, and I was really excited about it. I really noticed a difference. Uh, my skin felt better. Like it felt like firmer, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and I, I thought I looked better. Um, before I put my makeup on and everything, I was I was really impressed with this stuff. Yeah, wow. and they were really good size. I mean, it's like like the, the it says trial size, but it's a good amount. Like I've still am using off size. of mine. Yeah it, yeah, it lasts for a while. Um, yeah, and you know, if any product you try doesn't work for you, they'll replace it with something that does. So pure and simple with That's free awesome. returns. Yeah. Uh, and we have a really cool deal for you if you want to check it out. Uh, you can get $22, that's over 50% off, to try the kit that we tried, the Clean Essentials Kit, today. Uh, if you just go to fullane.com slash stillbuffering. That is spelled F-O-L-L-A-I-N dot com slash stillbuffering. You can try the kit, enter stillbuffering at checkout for free shipping as well. And that's fullane.com slash stillbuffering. Save 50%, get the kit for $22, use our code, and have beautiful glowing skin so yeah. check that out today uh also supporting still buffering this week is simple contacts now this is a convenient way to renew your contact lens prescription and reorder contacts from anywhere in minutes if you need to renew your prescription you just take a five minute vision test from your phone or computer it's reviewed by a licensed doctor and you receive a renewed prescription and reorder your contacts if you have an unexpired prescription you just upload a photo or your doctor's information and order your lenses. Um, now it's important to remember this isn't a replacement for your periodic full health, eye health exam, but this is a great way to uh, keep keep contacts in stock at your house because uh, it is. I have been there when you rip one or lose one or one just starts to you know, you know it's time. Like uh, I tried to push this pair too long. I need to replace my contacts, keep my eyes good and healthy, and then you go and look and you're out, and mm-hmm. then. If you're like me, you just wear your glasses forever, but no more, <laughs> no more with simple contacts because it's, it's a super easy process to do. I did it at home and I was able to get contacts, uh, through the mail really quickly. And then I didn't have to worry about running out again. Um, yeah. so if you want to check it out and I really think you do because it's, it's a wonderful service for those of you who are like me and wear contacts every day, get $20 off your contacts order at simplecontacts.com slash still buffering 20 or just enter code still buffering 20 at checkout. So go check them out today. Simplecontacts.com slash still buffering 20 or enter code still buffering 20 at checkout. Sisters, do you know what I'm going to do? I want to make a website in memoriam of the carb drawer. Oh, all right. And that's nice. I can Specific, do that. Specific, but nice. I can do that with Squarespace because Squarespace is a website that m- helps you create websites <laughs> <laughs> where you can sell products and services of all kinds, promote your physical or online business, announce an upcoming event or special project, and more. So Squarespace does this by giving you beautiful customizable templates by world-class designers, powerful e-commerce functionality that lets you sell anything online, analytics that help you grow in real time, built-in search engine optimization, nothing to patch or upgrade ever, and 24-7 award-winning customer support. Make your website stand out with help from Squarespace. So, you know, go make that carb door website, talk about how much you miss it, Mm -hmm. sell 
your own products that you might want to encourage people to put in their carb drawers at home. <laughs> Maybe some Cheez-Its, some um, three-week-old cheese poops. I mean, only if you're licensed Half to sell these products, bread. of course. Yeah, sure, but like, don't, please don't steal things. But you can do all of that with Squarespace. So if you want to check out Squarespace, uh, go to squarespace.com buffering for a free trial. And then when you're ready to launch, use the offer code buffering to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. So that's squarespace.com buffering. And then use the code buffering to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Now, as, as you alluded to, Taylor, if you leave home long now, enough. Now, 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 now. <laughs> things really change now, no one's coming for you no one's coming for you i would like to point out i was sitting here thinking about this while you all were doing your ads i did not take over your rooms as soon as you all moved out this is not what happened my bedroom for a very long time was the bedroom in between your two bedrooms it was long we, enough we, for it to undergo many style changes yes the the previously known as the guest room or actually it was the computer room computer man room. that dates yeah. us it was the computer room it was the mm-hmm. place where the family computer was kept uh, i the, felt very cool that my room was the computer room uh-huh that that was where we could go to access uh prodigy and yeah <laughs> to get into aol chat rooms mm-hmm. and um play jeopardy and where in the world is Carmen San Diego? And uh, what was the wa- oh gosh, what was the Prince of Persia where there was that mm-hmm. one jump that we could never make, and yet we would continue to play up to that jump and then give up at that point. We couldn't figure out which key was supposed to make him jump further, <laughs> and we never oh. did. And we yet never only did. so many. We never did. We would sit there and hit different. We knew he'd get to that part and he'd run up to it, and we'd all hit and we'd hit different things on the keyboard and he wouldn't jump and he'd just fall in the hole and then we would go back and try it again never figured it out but did continue to try for an extensive period of time anyway (laughs) (laughs) but the computer room became your nursery yes i remember that i remember i helped with that yes Mm -hmm. and then uh i moved out first and you didn't move into my bedroom it became your playroom first right right yeah not for a while it was your playroom. I can tell you exactly when it became your playroom. It was my senior year in high school because I painted those princesses on your walls. So you would have been graduating from college. I was still in college. Yeah. And yeah, so the it, so my old bedroom became Riley's playroom. And then as soon as Taylor moved out, her bedroom became your bedroom. Mm-mm. Nope. False. 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 It di- I mean, you did move into that bedroom. Not once Taylor moved out because it was long enough that I turned the middle bedroom, the computer room, into a high school musical theme bedroom for myself, which would not have been until I was at least seven or eight years old. Okay. So I also remember helping paint Taylor's room mm-hmm. into something else that was not my room, still Taylor's room. So I would have been old enough to help paint walls. Well, by then it was a guest room. No, you painted it like mint green and red. I remember well, that. I mean, I think mom did that because she knew I liked those colors to make me feel welcome as in the guest room that used to be my room. Well, it was not my room. One way or the other, you eventually took over the entire top floor. Which was not my choice. (laughs) Well, no, no no one's accusing you of of masterminding or taking our bedrooms. But but the the loss of your personal space in your childhood home is definitely a part of, of like, eventually that happens. Eventually you come home one day and your room has become a guest room. Or a playroom, or an exercise room, or whatever, mm-hmm. and and that's a weird moment because then you stay in the guest room. Yeah, 
And that that is uh, like if the image of you living out of suitcases in your childhood bedroom isn't a metaphor Mm -hmm. (laughs) staying in a guest room in your parents home is dead i mean like it's very obvious but like it's it's a weird thing the first time you do it it's not bad everybody does everybody grows up and they move out eventually and Mm -hmm. move somewhere else and then your parents want to use the space which is fine like i don't expect to have a shrine to me in the home forever Mm mm-hmm but uh, it, but it is a weird moment. I do appreciate it at least because I know a lot of my friends who had, I mean it kind of happens to everybody. But like they had to make the more like severe choices of like because there's the stuff you leave behind in your childhood bedroom. It's like I don't want it gone. I just want it somewhere. Like, I want to know <laughs> it's still there. I can't fit it in my 500 square foot New York apartment. <laughs> but you know I want to know it's there out there in the world. I like luckily like our parents are like cool cool we're gonna store it for you we're gonna store this stack of of mixed manga from <laughs> from 1998 that you're insisting that one day you'll need and we're gonna store that for you <laughs> basically like you know I'm glad that at least our parents aren't like well it's either it comes to you or it goes in the trash yeah uh, that I will say though that if you if you have kids sometimes that that solemn promise is broken because all of a sudden your own items start finding their way back into your new home mm-hmm. <laughs> via your children mm. <laughs> or even your sister's items start finding their way into your home via your children <laughs> yeah um i forgot what i was gonna say I think the best example, though, Riley, I blame, I, I don't want to blame you. It's not your fault. Yeah. Except that uh, little girl Riley liked to collect erasers that were shaped like different I did. things. Oh, yeah, and yeah. elementary Riley was very into that. Mm-hmm. So that's why I have a high school musical lunchbox filled with various shaped erasers yep. in my house. I don't know what we do with Mom this. Mom gave it to Charlie at some point. Uh-huh. I said, yeah, I'm not going to use that anymore. Mom said, here, Charlie. <laughs> and so these things find their way back to yeah. someone. Mm-hmm. I was actually thinking about this uh, over the holidays because, Sydney, you and Justin used to stay with us uh-huh. for Christmas. Yeah. Like, on Christmas Eve, wake up on Christmas morning, and, and you and Justin open. terrible bed they had. They yes. had. Mom and Dad had this broken bed in the guest in room. the guest room where like you roll like if you if two people tried to sleep in it you would just both roll into the middle yeah, oh, it was broken um oh, yeah but i don't really remember when exactly it happened i guess it happened at some point when charlie was born but you all stopped staying with us on christmas and then we started doing christmas th- christmas with you all on christmas eve that's very different because it used to be like you all would come back and stay on christmas and like stay for a day mm-hmm. or two and stay the night we right up until charlie was born yeah yeah well we uh, we decided to establish from the jump even before she was old enough to know mm-hmm. that christmas was at our house right because we knew we'd want to eventually so yeah. we just decided the easiest way to like make that so you didn't so we didn't have to quibble like yeah. is she old enough now or not it was right. just like we have a kid now we're gonna stay at home for christmas yeah right. That was hard, I mean, though. Yeah, that's a, that's another. I mean, moving away from... I know this house we live in now is never like your home home. Because by mm-hmm. the time we lived here, you were already living in a different home with Justin. But I mean, still. Yeah. It's like a, a, a holiday that was f- like parent family and now is your own family. It's It's a weird moment when you stop thinking of your parents' house as your home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would... I would imagine you haven't hit that yet. 
Because you live in a dorm. Well, yeah, I live in a dorm and like when I come home for the summer, when I am not allowed to go to this place anymore, like that is still where I live. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I'm not even allowed to go back to my dorm. I don't really live there. That's just kind of where I like am staying while I am taking classes. I wouldn't consider that I, I live there though. I don't think I even would if I went to school somewhere farther away. Like, if I went to school in a different state, I wouldn't say I lived in that state. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Like, I think when you're in college or undergrad, at least, it's a difference between, like, living somewhere else or, like, temporarily going to school somewhere else than living there. Taylor, when do you think you felt like that was a big home? It was definitely, uh, because I, I was on, like, for my college, it was a combination of, like, I had some small scholarships and then most of it was just loans um but it wasn't enough to cover me staying over the summers in new york so my first year i just came home like that was like you know i stayed in i was in the dorm for the first semester i came home between and then after that i moved i moved into an apartment but it was like one of those apartments that was like six girls in a two-bedroom just so we could say we lived and lived in the east village like it didn't feel like a home it still felt like a dorm Mm-hmm. I, my first apartment in Brooklyn was, I think that was my sophomore year, um, the end of my sophomore year. And uh, that that was the first time. And I'd, I'd gotten a restaurant job super duper part time just to have some extra spending money. And I optioned to keep that job through the summer so I could keep that apartment because it was the first time like I had my own room. Like I had roommates that at that point I'd known for a couple of years like I knew really well. And that was a really hard thing for mom and dad, too, for me to say, like, you know, I know I'm not in school, but I have begun to feel like this is a home and I kind of want to cultivate that. So I want to, you know, get a job and support myself through the summer here in between. So it was pretty early on. Like, I guess, well, I think that was actually my junior year, but it was still like that was kind of the first time that like I had a home that felt like it could be a home. Mm-hmm. That it is, and that was new for them too because it was weird. Uh, the apartment that I moved into when I moved out of the dorms in college had this like they would do a, a school year lease, yeah. Like he he knew college students they tended like to live there, campus apartments, yeah. yeah. And so he would do a school year lease, and right. so I had to move out in the summer anyway, even though it was my apartment. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I didn't move, I mean, like it was shut down, right. or I had to pay extra, yeah, and so. Right. I moved out for the summer until I finished college and uh, and that's when Justin and I moved in together and I I would say that's when I started to think about like the idea of us having a home like a new home yeah but I don't know I I really think it was I I I got like a final goodbye because the Mm -hmm. month before Justin and I got married our lease ended on our apartment and we had we were gonna move into our grandparents home Mm -hmm. after we got married but we had this month in between mm-hmm. and I lived back at home for a month mm-hmm. and he, he went back to his home for a month. Yeah. So like we had one last month of like living at home apart before we got married. I, it was like my final goodbye. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was, it was very sad. It was weird. Cause I remember mm-hmm. like moving out and thinking like, goodbye this home. Hello. New home. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't experienced that yet. I will say it is very weird to see people I went to high school with (laughs) again, even though it's only (laughs) been so many months. Like, I go to a school where a lot of people I went to high school with go to the same college I do. Mm -hmm. And I've seen more people in the the two weeks I've been home for holiday break that I went to high school with than I have on campus for an entire semester. Did you go to, like, an old high school party? 
Yeah, like it wasn't really a party, but it was more like my mm-hmm. boyfriend wanted to see his friends from high school because he went away for school and then there were people there that I went to high school with that I saw at high school and it was a big Christmas party and it was very weird. Is it weird? Because it's just like there are people that I realized I only talked to or hung out with like because I was in high school with them and mm-hmm. now that I'm not, it's like, what do we talk about? Like we don't have proximity We don't have classes together. Yeah. We don't yeah. see each other every day. Like what, what, what do we have in common now? <laughs> that is a weird moment when all of a sudden you're, you're like running into people that like oh i saw you like every single day yeah and now i have nothing to talk to you about yeah um people weren't necessarily like friends just like acquaintances yeah 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 Yeah, it's weird this uh this year was actually the first year i think ever since i've come home that i actually went out like like because i kind of feel like when i'm home i'm with mom and dad like i don't care if we don't leave the house i don't like I never had a lot of friends in high school. Most of them don't even live in town anymore. So it's like I don't go home to like see people that I used to know. Mm-hmm. But I did like go out for a night with some of our buddies, like to like a, a bar that lots of people go to. It's the first time I've ever done that. And that it wasn't that it, it was weird because it's like I was sitting there like like drinking the same kind of drinks that I would drink out at a bar in Brooklyn, like watching a band play that was pretty good. It was fine. I'm like mm-hmm. I don't know. I could do this every night of the week on my own volition this is not the thing i should be doing when i'm home (laughs) yeah i will say it's a very weird dynamic for me kind of the same i guess different like when i'm on my own at school which i know you all have done as well but like you don't have a curfew sure you know when you go to do something or like want to go even if it's just like running an errand like when you go to leave your dorm you don't tell anyone like or ask like is it okay if i go do this thing or just letting you know i'm gonna go do this thing like you just do it which was very weird for me because when I first moved in, I would tell my roommates like, hey, just letting you know, I'm going to go to the store or like mm-hmm. go get gas or something, which I stopped doing eventually because like they don't, they're not my parents. They don't need to know. <laughs> but, you know, like when you come home, it's like, I'm, I guess I'm an adult kind of, but also I'm still living at home for this one month. So yeah. like, do I go back to having a curfew when I'm with you all? Do I still need to like ask permission if I want to like go on a date or do i just like tell you all that's what i'm doing because i know in a month i'm just gonna go back to like doing stuff on my own i'll tell you too what's weird about that is like and i I don't think you have experienced this necessarily but i i remember very clearly like i i lived in an apartment in college like my last two years and justin came over a lot yeah we were together and that wasn't weird Right. And then all of a sudden I was living back at my parents' house. And so my boyfriend had to come over to my parents' house. Yeah. So we could like make out in the basement. It was very <laughs> weird. You know, like it was just this return yeah. to like, what? Oh my God. Like how yeah. old am I? This feels awful. Like I don't want to go back to these days to like listening to see if dad's coming down the stairs. Like right. I hate this. Well, I, and that is, that's a good point. Cause I do think that accountability that you just get so used to, like when you grow up I mean, in a, with a family, it's like, you can't just disappear for, for 18 hours and right. not expect someone to lose their mind like where are you it's like i've always had roommates but like i could go for seven days probably and just like my roommate wouldn't ask like where where are you like it's just we live separate (laughs) lives like you know there are entire days where nobody could tell you where i was and i was just doing my normal going to work like going grocery shopping 
maybe like taking a trip out of town like coming home it's really weird for me to readjust to that accountability to this day like mom will like let like just knock on my door when i'm like getting dressed and be like i'm gonna take a shower and i'm like okay i'm not (laughs) currently gonna take a shower i'm glad we've had this talk thanks for the update (laughs) yeah like you know it's just like i gotta go to walmart that's great i do you do you need me to assist you no yeah just let me know okay (laughs) i i get that feeling you're talking about like this is not the kind of thing i should be doing while i'm supposed to be home for the holidays like yeah i feel like i should be around mom and dad more than i used to feel like i should be around them because like a year ago i was living there every day so if i spent three nights in a row going to someone's house or going out or doing things i didn't see them a lot for a few days like i would see them some because i live there but like didn't spend time with them it wasn't weird but now it's like if i don't have time with them every day that i'm home it's like well now i feel bad because i don't see them a lot during the school year even though i come home more than most people do because Mm. i live so close but like you know i'm living in your house for a month now and i am home and supposed to be spending time with you but also like but also, like, you're watching America's Funniest Home Videos, and who even does that anymore? Yeah. And what, <laughs> like, what am I supposed to do? Sit here and watch it, too? La- last like- night, I realized Mom was watching Fuller House, and I went to go take a shower and came back, and she was just skipping around episodes and was, like, <gasps> watching some from season four and some from season three. I was like, what? Why? What is happening? No, it's like, and it's like, Dad, is that, are you, what, is that another show about a murder? Is this another, like, is, this is it another Dateline 2020, episode? 60 Minutes, yeah. like, about some terrible thing that happened again? How yeah. many of these shows are there? I didn't know that these shows were still running until, yeah. like, you spend an evening with mom and dad, and it's like, are people, is this still on? How is this Our dad really watch the news for four hours every night? Because he does. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I like- he goes from first at four to primetime TV at eight o'clock. <laughs> I, I've heard many, many excellent things about The Good Place. I am sure it's quality TV. I just haven't it gotten is. around to watching it yet. It is. So they just started me with like an episode, like a current episode, which no! happened. <laughs> <laughs> and then just trying to catch me up with it. Like, oh, and I'm not going to say anything. But like their explanation for what had happened up to that point, I'm like, this is. I can't go Taylor. back to the beginning. I know. I am so sorry. This is <laughs> devastating. It is one of the best shows really on is. television. And to have it filtered through mom and dad <laughs> explaining it to you. Yeah. <sighs> and you know what else? My Peter? heart is broken for you. Do you yeah, know what else? Well, they, I mean, I I mean guess, the, the same thing like, happened to me with Game of Thrones. Yeah. But still. <laughs> oh, like, I guess. Oh, no. I guess this happens when you don't live with your parents anymore. Like, there would be shows that mom and dad and I used to watch together certain nights of the week where, like, if I wasn't there for some reason, they wouldn't watch it without me. And then we'd go back and watch it together later. When I was home for Thanksgiving, we started watching a show together. And we watched, like, a season and a half of it. Mm -hmm. And I made a point in between Thanksgiving and Christmas to not watch any more of it unless I was home. And I come home for Christmas and I'm like, okay, you guys want to watch this next episode? And they're like, oh, well, we're just a few episodes away from the end of the third season it's like what do what do you mean you watch it without me and then here's the thing with mom and dad you have to immediately end the conversation and and make them promise never to bring it up again because they can and they both have this ability they will spoil the entire show for you (laughs) accidentally with one sentence Oh, yeah. One sentence. Like, oh, you didn't see the episode where this happened? It's like, no, that or, was yeah. the whole plot of season or, two. Mom will just say something really suggestive and then give you a look like, right? It's like, yeah, <laughs> yeah right. Now I know. Now I know or, who dies. Or if, if either of them say, well, let me just say this. 
don't let don't them listen. just say this. Don't let them just <laughs> say it because it will ruin the whole show. And I don't think this is a just like our parent thing. No. I think this is like a like a parent thing. Like yeah. once you move out, but you're still coming home to like watch something with them. Your parents will ruin the they show will. for you. I, I I'm so sorry about that. <laughs> yeah, me too. It's really such a good show. But I will say it like, uh, hey, on a more sentimental note, one thing that I really noticed, especially after living on my own for, for years, like, and and once I got into an apartment and you'll just like, like not having like accessible like food and like cafeterias, because I had that through college and stuff like that. But like mm-hmm. truly living on your own in like New York City apartments where there's no laundry and there's there's no dishwasher. Everything is done by hand. Like when I go home, like I always try to help. And I just kind of truly appreciate how much they did for us as kids. Now that I try to like, I've been trained at this yeah. point to do that all on my own. Like, so I always like pitch in, like, let me help with the dishes. Let me like help mm-hmm. collect the trash or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's like, all oh, right, I never did this when I was a kid, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, it's very true. It's very true. I think that's a good way to end it on the sentimental note that at least. <laughs> yeah. I, I, well, I mean, for real, because I well, mean, yeah. you know, you come home and it's a nice. It, it's a little, you know, it's a nostalgic little moment reminder of what it what it was like. No, it's true. Know. It's right. it's it's hard to readjust, especially for me, to a place where it's like I love my home, I love my life in New York City, but it's like there aren't people that care what I'm doing or keep tabs on me throughout the day. You know, there's not somebody that helps with my dishes or thanks me for doing them. So mm-hmm. it really makes you appreciate it when you come home. Mm-hmm. That's very so, Riley. Don't take it for granted, yeah, guys. <laughs> Go spend time with mom and dad. I, I live there. <laughs> no more podcasting. Just go spend time with mom and dad. Just leave. Put down. Put down. Take your headphones off and go. Okay. Go. <laughs> go watch America's Funniest Home Videos. And whatever show about a terrible murder that dad is watching. Yeah. Yeah. L- listen and to him. Judge read you- Judy. Yeah. <laughs> Every morning that he reads you the obituaries, just be <laughs> thankful. <laughs> be thankful for the obituaries and maybe some dear abby yeah because he's into that now <laughs> and occasionally the police blotter <laughs> but that's usually just to tell you about somebody from high school yeah. so don't oh, worry about do you remember that so and so they're in jail oh okay <laughs> it's better than do you remember so and so they're dead because that's generally the answer to that <laughs> question one or the other it's never good usually 90 percent chance they're dead the yeah. other 10 is like either they got married or they're in jail yeah. If a parent asks you, do you remember so-and-so, just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> Don't engage. Just Don't engage. It. No, or else I remember them fondly. Let's end it there. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, <laughs> sisters, it was, a, it was a wonderful holiday, and I'm glad we all got to be together. I'm Me very too. grateful for that because it was wonderful. Yes. And, uh, and I hope that every, all of our listeners had a, had a wonderful holiday season uh, and will continue to do so until the end of the year well and i mean we have to stop celebrating too, holidays i guess yeah well you could just keep rolling my birthday's january 13th so let's just tack that on and then there you go just roll so, right yeah. on through so happy happy holidays and happy new year and happy taylor's birthday yeah <laughs> to come and um thank all of you if you donated to the candlelight star campaign that we did for the yes. women's health center here in west virginia um it's still going on until the end of the year you can't obviously have a star on the candlelight stage anymore because candlelight is over. But if you still want to donate to the Women's Health Center in our home state. Yeah, it, it, it means a ton to them. They're a nonprofit organization and they really they depend on donations mm-hmm. to continue to provide essential health services 
for uh, the women of West Virginia, no matter what their socioeconomic status is, no matter if they can pay anything or not, um, they are dedicated to providing whatever health services uh, people need, and um, they're pretty much the only organization in the state in the state that yeah. does that. So, so we're gonna keep that open until mm-hmm. January first of two thousand nineteen. So, if you have something left to give to our home state, we would appreciate it very yeah. much. Yeah, yeah, it's um, uh, bit.ly forward slash Candlenight Star. Uh, mm-hmm. is is how you get there it's a our GoFundMe on candle nights and um any anything you can do helps and if uh if you're not in a position to give this year even sharing yeah. you know just tweeting about it or something that that really helps out yeah. too so uh so thank you all thank yeah. you all for thank for, you very much um helping out people during the season of giving and thank you sisters and you're welcome uh thank you maximum fun for hosting our show go to maximumfun.org for a lot of wonderful podcasts that i'm certain you would enjoy and uh thank you to the novellas for our theme song baby change your mind this has been still buffering a sister's guide to teens through the ages i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcroy and i'm taylor smurl i am a teenager and i was too (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's been a while you come home for the holidays and now you think you're a teenager I'm Allie Gertz. And I'm Julia Prescott, and we're the hosts of Everything's, Everything's Coming, Coming Up, Up Simpsons. Simpsons. Every episode, we cover a different episode of The Simpsons um, that is a favorite of our special guests. We've had guests that are showrunners and writers and voice actors like Nancy Cartwright. I got a D minus, I passed! And we've also had people that are on the Max Fun Network already. Homer wearing that golf outfit is I so funny. It. And then there's, <laughs> when he gets super into golf, he's wearing the golf hat in he's bed. Dead. We've had Weird Al Yankovic on the show. I was just uh, struck by how sharp the writing is. I mean, yeah. that's no surprise because it's The Simpsons, but I mean, like, you, you can't say that about a lot, a, lot of, a lot of TV shows, particularly ones that at that point have been on the air for 14 years. Find us on MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, smell you later. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.